Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin, and we're back again for another episode this week. This week, we're going to talk about Western football, news around the hill. Uh, we'll talk about the conference realignment that's happening all across the country, and uh, we'll get more to that here in just a second. But as always, hey, how about them tops, son? Oh, okay, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Okay, so I really wish that we had a fade button there because I don't have a fade button. So it's, it's always gonna, weird hearing my own. It's gonna voice. be harsh. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I try not to listen like to nitpick the podcast after we do our recordings because I cannot stand my own voice. But anyway, like I was saying right at the intro, uh, we're talking uh, winners and losers first up. Um, I will go first. Loser Green Bay. My Packers are losers. Getting beat by Jameis Winston, which, by the way, if anybody watched that game, did anybody notice that like Jameis Winston thought he won the Super Bowl? After well, I mean, if you look at him in his whole career, like basically everybody had written him off, and now here he is, starting quarterback after Drew Brees retires, and he's looking pretty good. He looked I mean, that, good. that LASIK yeah. helped him a lot. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> he did. Hey, he did. He did very well against the Packers' soft, unassuming defense. Um, but I, I think they did good. I mean, I can't say they didn't. Uh, the Saints played well. Green Bay didn't. Um, actually I've heard some comedians talking and they said that, uh, Aaron Rodgers complained so much. They're starting to call him Karen Rodgers. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) that's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's what somebody else said. They were, the green Bay officials were wondering if that counted towards hurricane relief, Mm. (laughs) which I could see that that could happen. Um, yeah, I, I stole those, but anyway, um, Jared, do you have any losers this week? Losers is, of course, my favorite loser of all time, and that's the New England Patriots because they got beat by my winners, the Miami Dolphins, in week one. Obviously, I mean, that's still my favorite rivalry in the NFL, even though Brady's gone. I mean, it's always a close game, always really fun. It was the first time the Dolphins had actually won in Foxborough since 2008, which was also the last time that we won the AFC East, which is also the year that Tom Brady was hurt. (laughs) But it's fine. It's fine. It still counts. Yes. Yes, completely agree. It counts. Um, Bill Belichick's still there, so it still counts. And yeah, um, it was a good win, even though I mean our offense still has a lot of kinks in it. Uh, any any others before I skip on ahead? Uh, no, I'll go for it. Uh, well, Jared jinxed us. Um, just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. I knew we were gonna lose. I mean, it's just a it's a numbers game. If you're if if you play a hundred games, you're bound to lose one, unless you're like Central Florida or something. Maybe. But, um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, women's soccer lost to Ole Miss, which, I mean, that's going to happen. Volleyball beat UT Martin, obviously. Uh, they, who did they lose to, though? Volleyball? Yes, because didn't they didn't, didn't your jinx affect them? It was Ole Miss. Ole Miss, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, so they lost to Ole Miss, first time we've lost this season. <laughs> Cough, thanks, Jared, Cough. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they they lost three uh, one, so it's not that it's not too bad. But you know, it's part of it. 
Um, but you know, they're going to keep playing. They've got uh, soccer's got Marshall tomorrow, uh, the 16th. So if y'all are listening, Chloe, I know it's a long walk flight up the stairs, but go on, quit breathing so loud. <laughs> um, my puppy, puppies, she's an old puppy, so it took a little bit to get up the stairs. Uh, volleyball is going to play Ohio, is going to play Ohio on Friday, and Austin P. Uh, that game, those matches are at 1 p.m. and 6:30, and um, I'm trying to check. Tennis has got Cincinnati for their invitational. Just uh, soccer's got middle on Sunday, so show up or watch them on Facebook on HSSN and support them. Uh, I think I covered everything. I got to quit saying, um, I catch myself. I'm At trying. least you didn't say I digress. You're doing good, Devin. I, I, I have to look up my synonyms again so I can get back into it. <laughs> uh, but I did catch up with the game. I was actually at work on Saturday, so I did not get to watch it. But I did catch up with the Hilltopper Vault. If you can't watch the game, that's the best way to do it. Watch the Hilltopper Vault. Follow them. Uh, they will. They post most of the games. I don't see how they can get around it, but hey, I'm fine with it. See, I was anybody. I was able to watch three quarters of it. I didn't get to see fourth quarter, and of course, the fourth quarter was like the most entertaining and the best that we looked. So it I is, still think. I still think to this day, if I were to just go an entire season without keeping up with anything WKU, not watch a single game, not care in the slightest, we would be like undefeated national champions if I just didn't <laughs> watch. Because as soon as I left to go to work is when we just started racking up all of the points. I'm just like, of course, now we're going to come back as soon as I have to leave and I can't watch it. I mean, I should have known. Of course. That's that's how it goes. Usually. Um, well, I mean, and another thing too um, – at least to me, um, you saw the first three quarters. I watched the whole game um, on Hilltopper Vault, and it was kind of nicer to be able to watch it there because I could go back and uh, I can go back and kind of rewind stuff and say, well, that didn't, you know, why did he do that or what's up with that? Um, and I had bathroom breaks, so I could pause it. It was all cool and no commercials. So, um, but the, uh, uh, the first half, I felt like Western stayed up with them pretty well. It was just digging themselves in that 14 nothing hole in the first yeah. is what really killed any chance they had of winning. Yes. Um, well, okay, so obviously no score in the first first quarter, but it was but Western answered back uh, with most with two of them. I mean they they had a they had a net positive of one touchdown. So they're beating us 21 to 7 or 20, 21 to 14, excuse me, in the first half. The end of the first half. Um, so that's not too bad. We're still in that game. The problem comes when we're right at the beginning of the fourth quarter when it's 35-14 and Western has to answer back with three touchdowns. I mean, they were able to, but... And that's good. And that's good. But but if we'd have played that, into that way during the third quarter as well as the fourth quarter, we might have won 42 to... 35 or whatever, you know, 38. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know the Army was two for two on fourth down conversions, and they had to have been like 14 of 15 on third down. I feel like every single time we had Army, it was like third and short, needed a big defensive stop. We couldn't get it to save our life, and that's ultimately what cost us is not being able to get their offense off the field. Yeah, I completely agree. 
excuse me, I'm sorry. Added chip, excuse me. Um, I found this really great salsa at Walmart. It's called Sweet Heat Mango Peach. That sounds really good. It's actually a Walmart brand, market side, so I completely endorse that. Interesting. Um, looking at the stats and everything, of course, like I talked about last week, Army is going to hold the possession. They had it. They had 39 minutes possession. It's ridiculous. Uh, they had one more first down than we did. That's okay. We both, each team had one turnover each. But that's completely fine. Um, and Western beat them on total yards. We had 477 total yards. So, bravo. Uh, Zap attack, I am completely behind. I like the kid. I think he makes good decisions. Uh, he's throwing good. And it took me forever today to figure out what his where he came from. Houston Baptist. I kept somebody told me Texas Baptist, and I was like, that's not right, but it sounds close. Um, but my big question, and I don't know if it's come out, and it probably won't, and that's fine. What happened at the end of the game? Oh, you mean like the little scuffle? I did hear. Yeah, see the about little shoving match thing. Well, I think from what I've seen is that apparently one of the assistants for Army, or even I might have been Munkin himself, like may have said something to Kitley or to one of the assistants or something. And obviously, I mean, they didn't like that. It was probably an unnecessary comment, but at the same time, just like it's nine eleven, we're playing Army. Please don't fight the military. Just don't. Just walk off the field. It's over. Exactly. <laughs> it's like fighting Santa on Christmas Day. My thing is, from what I gathered from it, I could, I didn't read the lips or anything like that. Western's assistant went over. Uh, Army's head coach shook his hand, went over to went to help and shook his hand. I guess he heard the Army, the Western guy yelling, and I guess he had just assumed that it was one of his players he was yelling at. Mm-hmm. But it was in fact Bishop. Is what I gathered. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as he's done yelling at, at Bishop, he's pointing at Bishop like, that's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to your dude. So then, you know, then Helton comes over and says something to him to the effect of, don't, this is just speculation. So don't anybody take it to the bank and start yelling at me because I'm calling stuff wrong or anything like that. But from what I'm looking at, Helton comes over to him and basically says, hey, I got my coaches and my people. You get your coaches and your people and just go on. And then their coach gets a little mouthy, like, you don't tell me what to do, blah, 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 blah. The funny thing for me is when the MPs come out and start shoving people. <laughs> did you Did you see it? Yes. Look it up on Hilltopper Vault if you don't. They come out and, dude, it's not like, it's not like a casual, hey, bro, calm down shove. It's like I'm going to push you down, and I'm going to keep pushing you. It was it was that violent, and it was like, dude, wow, they are really going at it. These MPs are, um, but yes, I completely agree. You do not get in a fight after that game because of the magnitude and the the. Uh, I want to say like the remembrance and the everything that's kind of been thrown onto it for nine eleven. You just got to walk off the field. You just, you don't do that. You just go on. You've gotten beat. Just go home. <laughs> go home. Excuse me. Yeah. Even if army was at fault, I mean, that's when you still take the high road and just shake it off. Just walk away. 
Exactly. I mean, and also, like, I don't know if they had it on Hilltopper Vault, but uh, they actually showed all of the pregame ceremonies on CBS Sports Network. That's a shame they didn't post it because it was really good. Uh, they were showing, like, all of the military walkout. Basically, when Army ran out on the field, they all had American flags. Each player did. Uh, showed the national anthem. It showed the band and the flyover and all that. It was really good. So my mom was with us. She comes up and helps me watch my child and lets me do some grocery shopping and some good stuff, and I appreciate it. Um, did Western do anything pregame, or was it just Army doing stuff? It was just Army. I mean, there was a video that they showed on the Jumbotron, too, talking about all these people that, like, about September 11th and stuff. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had people. I know they did some interviews and stuff like that that I got to saw during the game. Um as far as like, you know, important people that went to West Point and stuff like that. And they also did have that bit from uh, Coach Elton, too, uh, talking about like how he thought it was an honor to play Army on uh, 9-11, be at West Point and play them for that, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. That was just like the genetic coach answer, the generic. I, I, know, say, I mean, obviously. Answer. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> we've played Army and Navy I would like to see how many times we have played them on 9-11 between the two, because it's almost like every other year they schedule us and it's going to be, it's going to come to the point where it's going to be like, okay, Western army, Navy, air force. That's just how I feel. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I thought Western did good. The third quarter is where I think we faltered and obviously that others touchdown. Um, but in a defensive game or a heavy run game like it was, you've got to stop them on third and five, not fourth and one. Yeah. Because that big old boy they got at fullback is a beast. Yeah. He runs over his toes, which is football speak for he's going to run ahead. He's If he gets, if he hits somebody, he's going to go forward. Um, and so he can get that yard. He can easily get that yard that they needed. Yeah, he's um, one of those guys that he could just fall forward and not even move and pick up three yards. Yes, exactly. I mean, I don't even think he would have to try. Um, but, you know, it's 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 just – it was a good game. Um, I think it should, it was pretty close, obviously, at the end there. Um, and I think, I think Western – it was Western's game to lose, really. But – I will, uh, excuse me, I will kind of reiterate here that we're going to have hiccups at the beginning of the year. It's going to happen. You know, you can't just expect Western to come out and be completely ready to go and, you know, all the hiccups fixed. And, and, you know, you got a transfer quarterback in Zap. I think it's Zap, right? Zappy. Zappy. In Zappy Pappy, you know, and, you know, it, you're going to have hiccups. I mean, the dude is already thrown for 859 yards after two games. It's number that two in the whole country. Wild. Do what? It's like number two in the whole country behind Hawaii's quarterback. Yeah, and he's got to throw to California. So, I mean, just look at Basically. that. Yeah, so, <laughs> but seriously, like, that's amazing. And I don't know, Jared, if you agree with this or not, but... I feel like Zappy is, I think he's like a couple steps faster than Story was. Yeah, I would say so. I think he's a couple steps faster. Um, 
I still did not figure out that um, the intentional grounding thing that happened on Saturday. Did you see that? Um, I don't. That was probably in the fourth quarter. I don't remember. Okay, so it looked like Helton was trying to go for a, a quarterback throwback, and the quarterback was covered pretty easily, and uh, the running back just threw it away. Oh yeah, and the the refs are like, well. Intentional grounding uh, is only uh, – how did he word it? Basically, you're only exempt from intentional grounding if you can uh, – if the quarterback is the one that touches the ball first. Mm-hmm. So if the thrower is a running back or anybody else, intentional grounding still applies. Yeah, And I was like, huh, okay. It's a new one on me. I've never heard that, but I've never seen anybody throw it away like that either, so – um, not surprisingly, D'Angelo Malone is leading, uh, leading the defense in tackles. Mm-hmm. He's got 14 tackles. It's insane. Uh, Kincaid's next with 12. Jones is 11. Um, just looking for somebody else. Uh, did we have any injuries on Saturday? Uh, there was a bunch of injuries, but like I know Bishop got hurt a little bit, but I think I can't remember if he's able to come back. I don't think any of them were really serious. I mean, other yeah. than Josh Simon being out the rest of the year with the ankle injury, that's definitely yeah. the biggest one that sucks. And that sucks. That really does suck. Um, so <laughs> kind of rushing through this tonight. I'm not going to go in depth on Indiana, but um. I'm just going to say that before we played UT Martin, I said I would be extremely surprised if Indiana was still ranked when we played them. Yeah. And I'll be dog if when they played Iowa, they didn't get smacked 34 to 6. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. I mean, and that's fine. I don't go by preseason rankings. There's a couple mm. teams that I'll go, okay, that's going to be, that's, they're going to be in the top. Alabama team. number one. You can't. Argue exactly. That. Exactly. Alabama, Clemson, eh, uh, Auburn, eh, you know, SEC, you know, you know, the West. I'll kind of, I'll give them that because it's like, yeah, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana, anything north of the Ohio, I am going to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, Even Ohio State losing to Oregon, that made me really happy. <laughs> I kept getting alerts on my Apple TV. Close game, close game. And I was like, What? Ohio State, Oregon. How is that a close? And then I look it up, and I'm like, oh, man, that is a close game. Um, So they've got Cincinnati this week. Cincinnati's ranked eighth. Um, And we'll talk about this in a little bit with the conference alignment. Yeah, Cincinnati's getting poached. Do what? Yeah, I was going to say future Big 12 member Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati's about to get poached. Uh, The Athletic is going to be digging for some (laughs) cough people. Um But sorry, I just heard my child crying, um, and that parent instinct kicks in, and you just go, "What? What?" Uh, but she's with her mom, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati is ranked eighth, and I'm pretty sure the Bearcats are just going to smack the Hoosiers around. Probably. I mean, if and... it's in Cincinnati, is it in Cincinnati? Nope, it is in Indiana. Interesting. I mean, that might help Indiana just a little bit, but if they look like they did it against Iowa, then it's going to be a long day if you're a Hoosier fan. Okay. The Bearcats are eighth in the country, 2-0, which, okay, it's a long season to go. I get that. They are getting four against Indiana. I would take the over. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Cincinnati's going to score more than four over at the final. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't like Indiana. Sorry, people. It's if okay. you're Indiana fans, I'm not a fan. I mean, see, for certain people in Kentucky, like you feel the same way too. Like I've always viewed Tennessee as like complete garbage, like just their entire athletic program. Just because they're the, it's close rivals, like Kentucky, Tennessee, yes. we're always Kentucky. It's the same with Indiana too. Like especially if you live close like to Owensboro – or over and like the, the close to closer to Indiana. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, yes. screw the Hoosiers. I mean, we yes. used to play them in basketball until we absolutely destroyed them. And then, well, they beat us, well, the UK or whatever. Uh, they beat Kentucky. Yes. And with that one shot, the year they won the national championship, but yet in the – And rushed the court. And, yeah. and then in the tournament, though, Kentucky played Indiana again in like overtime and beat them, so <laughs> – yeah, Kentucky should have rushed the court, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can do that at an NCAA tournament game. You're not supposed to, but... Um, you can try it and see what could would happen. It would probably not feel very good. <laughs> Jail time, yeah. Uh, okay, so... Here's another factor that's going to be playing into this game. Uh, Cincinnati really hasn't played anybody. They played Miami of Ohio and Murray State. Oh no, Murray State! They were tied at the half seven seven. That's all I'm Seriously? saying. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> oh shoes my up, gosh. Obviously. Oh my gosh. Uh, but then they had five unanswered touchdowns. So yeah, kind of shut that up quick. It sounds like an um, FCS school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Murray scored first too. It looks like mm-hmm. that is wild. Um, with nine forty four to go in the second, Murray scored. One of and these then, days, like, I want to see this happen so bad where something <laughs> like that happens, like Murray's playing Cincinnati, they score first, and then it's just like this huge storm blows through, and it just lasts for hours <laughs> and hours, and there's lightning delay after lightning delay, and they just have to completely call off the ball game, and Murray wins. <laughs> yeah, you know, that would be great if they were playing, like, Alabama ranked number one or something like that. Oh, that, that would be really so funny. funny. I would love to see Saban <laughs> in the postgame conference for that. I'm sure oh, he would I be so happy. I would not. I'm, I'm sure that would not be rated PG at all. He would just be <laughs> – he would be livid. Um, let me see if I can find um, – I got to try and look. I, my computer updated right before the show, so I really didn't get a chance to uh, pull up my articles and stuff that I was going to read off of. Um, and I started reading an article on this earlier about the college football realignment it's been Um, a hot mess it is it really is it's almost it's almost like uh musical chairs back in the day but there are Mm -hmm. so many different groups that are playing and the conferences are the chairs i mean it's like doing musical chairs at the house with the big red marching band basically basically and you got like what eight or ten different little rings and everybody's trying to jump in one yeah, you have like two hundred um, something people in one hundred and ninety nine chairs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but it's the thing is, there's a lot of speculation out there, and what is it? The the realignment's not going to take effect until twenty twenty four. Yeah, it won't be until about two or three years from now. So speculation wise, um, they're saying that some conference, some teams are going to go back to are going to go to the Sun Belt. Um. Which is sad because the Sun Belt is better than Conference USA it is now, but you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> At least in football. Like, they've had three ranked teams in football with uh, Louisiana Lafayette, uh, Coastal yeah, Carolina, they, Appalachian State, all of them. 
Yeah, but did they need to be? Uh, App, App State, maybe. But, like, Lafayette, are they really that no, good? No, Coastal is the real deal. They're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Coastal. Well, that's what we were we were discussing in our group chat. And the thought is, or the rumor is, is that Marshall's going to go to the Sun Belt. Complete speculation, so don't hold me to this. But I just don't see how Marshall wouldn't dominate that conference. I just... Well, I mean, they, have they dominated Conference USA? I mean, not really. No, but they have come in first several years. But here's the thing, though, with them being like Conference USA, if you look at them, obviously the very first year we played them, when we spoiled their huge undefeated season that would have given them an incredible bowl game, represent the conference and stuff. Like, that's the thing is that they, and it's losing to Rice last year, too. They were doing so well, nationally ranked, looked just like that team. That was so good. Ended up losing to Rice. Ended up losing a lot, and then basically killed any momentum that they had. So I mean, every yeah. time they get a big opportunity to be like an undefeated team or a big national representative team, they end up just fumbling. So Western basically met them at the peak, is what you're saying, basically. and smacked them in the face, and they've been falling down ever since. It was like the guy in that meme, or what about look at me. This is my conference now because that was essentially what happened is because we ran the tables for two years back to back in 15 and 16 and was able to get the conference title. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And that's and that's kind of there was their mentality that Conference USA was their conference. It was Honestly, their conference. when we made the move from Sunbelt to Conference USA, that was the best thing that we could have done because I really do think we had out, outgrown the Sunbelt at that point. Just yes. looking at the competition that we had, and we saw MTSU going to Conference USA, FAU going to Conference USA, these other teams that were in the same conference as us moving up. So, I mean, it made sense for us to follow them as well, just to be with our rivals, with the competition that we're used to. And also just kind of – it was an upgrade at the time. Yes. But just looking at the progression of Conference USA just holistically since we've joined, it hasn't been very good. Because like football was so good when we joined and we were able to dominate and get those titles in 15 and 16, which was great. Basketball, when we joined, Old Dominion was a top 25 team in the country. UTEP was really strong at basketball. They were solid. UAB was a powerhouse. There was all these good teams, and like it started to get really bad just progressively. Yeah. And it's still sad we never were able to actually win a conference title game in basketball at some point, at least the past three seasons that we just keep wetting the bed. But yeah, peeing down I mean, our leg. Exactly. And if we were to have won one of those, like just even if we just went to one NCAA tournament out of the three that we lost. That would look so much better for us if we're making a pitch to try to go to the American Athletic Conference or somewhere else to be able to have that hardware with us. I mean, if you still look at the amount of conference titles that we've won since we joined Conference USA, it's insane. I think we have a pretty solid leave of whoever is second place. Like we did come into Conference USA with every sport and we've dominated a lot of them. And I mean, yes. it, that looks good, but I mean, there's still other factors like market size and like having the off years in football when Sanford was here and stuff like that, that has been kind of, that it's been extinguishing the fire a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. So the rumor that was tweeted out uh, is that JMU, App State, Marshall, ODU, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern, and Georgia State are going to be in the Sun Belt. 
Um, yeah, so we would be losing ODU too, which in basketball, I mean, that's a pretty good rivalry, pretty good competition. Yeah, yeah Troy's going to move to the West, which would make more sense. Yeah, um, and I don't know if who I don't know if they're going to be adding people into the West as well because this tweet doesn't actually talk about it. But so I think the consensus is, and you can tell me if you agree or not, Jared, that Coastal Carolina is going to run the Sun Belt in football. In football, absolutely. Well, App State is still pretty good, and also, yeah. I mean, Louisiana Monroe, not Monroe, but Lafayette. I mean, they were decent as well. But I mean, yeah, but I, I, is Lafayette least, in, is Lafayette in the east or west? They're probably in the west, but as far as the yeah. east, it'd, it'd probably be coastal. I mean, ODU's football team isn't as good. No, but basketball wise, they're still decent. So I don't know. Well, well, that's the same with Georgia Southern and Georgia State, like. I don't think they're going to run tables on people. Yeah, and also the other thing to think about with all of this conference realignment stuff is that the thing that's probably being taken into consideration the most with all of these moves is probably the football program. Like, yeah. if Coastal didn't have a good football program and they were just, like, mediocre at basketball, there's no way they would even be talked about at all. It's just the fact that they've had a top 25 team the past couple of years and they've had really good success. Like, that's what's kind of propelled them to where they are now, and it's paying dividends right now. Now, JMU, I don't know a lot about them. So, James Madison, they they have hosted college game day. That's how big of a deal this college wow. is. Yeah. Wow. They are one of the top FCS schools. I think they've won – well, I don't know if they won a national title because it's always North Dakota State. But they've been a really, really good FCS program, I think. And, yeah, they've been pretty solid. I mean, they've hosted college game day. That's something that Marshall can – That is pretty neat. They, they, they can't say that. No one else can. No. No. What are they going to do? Go to the Dairy Queen? Basically, go to Applebee's. That's right. Um, But – my thing is, is I could easily see Marshall if they can recover from their spill from Western smacking them. Basically. Marshall could be at least a third, a third place easy in yeah. Sunbelt, mm-hmm. which is funny. That's weird to say, right? I mean, it is really wild to think that Marshall, I mean, could be going to a different conference and depending on what we do, I mean, we may, we would have to schedule them if we want to keep the moonshine throwdown. It would have to be a non-conference game. So in football, that already eats up one of your four games you get for non-conference. And depending on who else leaves or what other kind of teams we try to play as well, I mean, we might not get to play them for a while. Yeah, yeah. And that's... It was like the year when MTSU went to Conference USA before us and we didn't really play middle in anything. That was really weird. Yes. I mean, it is weird to to almost think that your rivals are going to be out of conference. But see, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I will adapt to having new rivals because when we joined Conference USA, did we think, like, as soon as we were joining, we were obviously more concerned about middle because that was a historic rival we already had. We didn't think anything about Marshall until that first game that we played them, and that just completely sparked something new. So whether whoever if we stay in Conference USA, whoever they get to fill in, or if we do move to another conference, like I think that we'll probably start some type of rivalry eventually with another opponent, and it's going to be just as good, if not better, than whatever whatever rivalry we have now. So <laughs> rivalry. No, no, no. I wasn't laughing at that. I was just uh, thinking, like the way you're talking, it sounds like we're having a breakup, and it's like Marshall. Definitely. You know, you'll yeah. find somebody else. 
you'll find another there's rival plenty out of there. fish out in the sea you can be rivals <laughs> with app state and that'll be an incredible matchup yeah, for all that'll of be so much fun for you all you'll have such a fun time and you'll talk about how awful app state is and they're trash when in fact you're trash but anyway <laughs> no i just maybe i'm just being a, a conference usa snub but i just feel like the sunbelt's a step down it, well, it's because we came from Sunbelt to Conference USA, so in a way it is. But looking at where the Sunbelt is now compared to where it was when we left it, it is a lot better now than it was when we left. Well, that's, and that's fine. I mean, that's that's good for the Sunbelt. I'm fine with that. But like I said, I just feel like I just feel like that's a step down. And I mean, if it's not, that's fine. Is it a possibility though that that MTSU is going to be stuck in Conference USA? Well. I mean, they had that magical run where they beat Michigan State in the NCAA tournament and did all of that with Giddy Potts and Reggie Upshaw and Kermit Davis, that whole crew. But guess what? They are long gone, and so is yep. their basketball program. They haven't done Jack Diddley's squat since they left and probably won't for a long time. And football-wise, I mean, they're still stuck with Rick Stock still, and he'll probably be there for – the end of his contract because he dies they, probably because they <laughs> extended him for so long that there's no way they can afford to pay him. And out. the buyout it, is ridiculous. The buyout is insane. So the only way that he's getting shoved out is if someone like the governor of Tennessee, that we're just like, if Bill, a Lee celebrity. yeah, well, that's literally what happened with Marshall though, is that the freaking governor of West Virginia had to step in and basically pay off for Doc Holliday to go and kick rocks and leave the football program just for them to get somebody new. But I don't see Bill Lee intervening for MTSU at all. So they're going to be stuck with him. That would be really funny, though. Oh, it would be hilarious. I don't see that happening at all. If that happened twice in Conference USA, that would be really funny. I don't think it would happen either. Like per executive order from the governor of your state, you're no longer the coach of your football program. That would be saying a lot. You'd have to screw up pretty bad. Yes, yes. It's like Andy Brashear stepping in for Sanford and be like, I'm going to stop you right there. You got to go. But I'm sure there's a – he would have to be so horrendous in, in football – but do everything completely right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nothing illegal or stupid or against the NCAA. Because I am, I have no doubt that there is a clause that says, you know, if you do anything illegal, you'll be fired. And I'm sure MTSU is just going, please, for the love of God, just do something stupid. But see, here's my question, though. Do like high-ranking government authorities have the power to just like pressure a school to fire a coach just at will? Because if I was like the governor of Kentucky or like the president, God forbid, like I would be like the Patriots, they would be disassembled so fast. I would put so many taxes on them. They would just have to like cease to exist. It'd be like a cease and desist. I would do that for MTSU, too. It would just save them a lot of heartache. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I would be like, you know, I would make stock still like the coach and you know emeritus just for life, and I'd be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but no, like seriously, like with um, I, I the debate, and I think a lot of the questions coming up for Western fans is where do we go? And yeah, I just I've tweeted heard, this out. Let me give you the statistical data. I have some hardcore empirical data for everyone. So on the Talrac Twitter account, 
I asked everybody's opinions. I was like, we want to know your guys' thoughts. Where do you think the tops will end up after all of this conference realignment? Or do you think they'll move it all? So as it stands right now, there's been 222 votes. Uh, 48% of people have said that we'll go to the American Conference, which I hope is correct. Yes. 11% of people have said we will go to the Sun Belt. Uh, 37% of people say that we'll end up staying in Conference USA, and 4% have commented something else that they think. And some of the discussion has been very interesting in the comments. There's just a lot of random stuff, like seeing what other fans like prioritize and what they want the program to do. Like, There's a lot of people that say we still need to stay at the same conference with MTSU just to keep that rivalry. I don't really care because, I mean, at least looking on – here's another thing. So, I mean, I like the 100 Miles of Hate. I really do. Yes. It's been a good rivalry. I mean, we completely beat them a agree. Lot. But at the same time, at least speaking of basketball, like they could literally beat us for the next 40 years and we would still be winning like the all time percentage in that game against them. Like that's how many times that we've beaten MTSU in basketball. It's like an, uh, it's like a 94 wins for us and like maybe 40 something for them. It's like a huge freaking lead. So at least on the basketball side of things, I feel like you could just let that go because they're not going to catch us anytime soon. It's not like Duke and North Carolina where it's like almost even the amount of times that they've played each other and stuff like that hmm. and everything. But, I mean, if I have to sacrifice MTSU in order to go to the American Conference, I 110% would do that nine times out of ten. Actually, ten times out of ten. So – who becomes Western's rival on the American or the Athletics current conference? I'll think, give you my I'll give you my first vote real quick. You ready? Okay. Wichita State. I think that could be interesting. We did play them in basketball. I think Stansberry's first year, Harper's last year. It was somewhere around there. We lost by like twenty points. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean that's basketball, but but it's like, football. I don't, I don't even do they actually have a football program. I don't know. I have to look. I don't up. think they do. I've literally never heard a single word mentioned about Wichita State football if it exists. <laughs> well, I don't think the 889 miles of hate has a, such a good ring to it, though. Personally, I think if everything <laughs> stays the same in the American and we join it, I think our biggest rival will be Memphis. I fully see that happening. Uh, apparently, there was a plane crash with the football team in 1970. I mean, that actually did happen a lot, too, back then. Yeah, my uh, pardon my French, but my ass would be riding on a bus if that's how it went. Um, holy crap, it crashed into a mountainside. That sounds just like Marshalls. Are you talking about Wichita State or Memphis? Yes. No, I'm talking about Wichita State, bud. Okay, so they um, do have a football team. I mean, they did. We got basketball. The school discontinued its football program following the 1986 season due to poor attendance. Wow. Uh, do, 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 Yeah, I, I think guess it, not. So, I, I mean, the American, it shows that they don't care that much about football or else they wouldn't have let Wichita State join. But, I mean, also the Wichita State, well, Wichita, Kansas is a decently big market. It's like one of the biggest yeah. cities in Kansas. So Yeah, that's, I mean, but that's still wild. I mean, I can't believe they don't have a football program. But, yeah, so we wouldn't wow. be playing them in that. Um, but I seriously think if we play, go to the American, we would be pretty decent rivals with Memphis. I would love to see uh, Stansberry versus uh, <laughs> Penny Hardaway. Oh, my gosh, those. yes. 
That would be interesting. And also football-wise, when we played them in whatever bowl it was in football, that was a really good game. Yes. Was that was that in uh, the Bahamas? No, that was Central no, Michigan. Okay. Was it the Liberty Bowl? <sighs> Maybe. That sounds right. I'll have to double-check that real quick. But we did win that, too, so they would automatically have a chip on their shoulder if we played them again. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, yeah, we you definitely have to ha- you have to pick out the right rival. I mean, watch it be Eastern Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Tulane. Like, uh, it'd be Tulane, knowing our luck. Yes, yes, yes. It'd be like, um, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the um, bowl games. Here we go. There we go. Bowl games. So we played. Memphis in the Boca Raton Bowl in 2016. Uh, The Bahamas Bowl was Central Michigan. I did get that right. Uh, The Miami Beach Bowl, we played South Florida in 15. And uh, the Cure Bowl was in 17. The First Responder Bowl was 19. And the Lending Tree Bowl was 2020. Um, Oh, shoot. Who was that the other day? I was watching somebody, and I cannot remember who it was, but they had like one of the most impressive trophy cases. You know, like, okay, I don't know about you, Jared, but when I think of a trophy case, I think of that god-awful thing you have in high schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's just that wood thing, and you got the sliding glass. That's what I think of. Yeah. This one was so cool, and I think it was... Oh, was it Alabama or somebody? But it was a glass. It was just a glass wall, and they had individual stands for each trophy. Mm-hmm. And like right below the trophy, it had the year. And I was like, "That is cool as I'll get out, man." And I cannot think of who that was. It's gonna drive me nuts now. Um, but anyway, I'll wake up in the middle of the night like all the other old people and go blah 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 university. Yeah. And my my wife will be like, oh, "What? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it goes." Um, who else is possibly moving to the American? Do you know? Potentially, this is all rumored. All rumored. I no one knows for sure anything at this point. Uh, I've heard Charlotte also tossed around as well, which that would make sense because they're kind of on the rise with Will Healy. Yeah, uh, I mean he's a hot item right now as far as coaching is concerned. He'll probably be gone at the end of this year if they end up doing well. Obviously, Charlotte, North Carolina is a pretty decent market size as well. So just the potential of that is uh, probably what they're looking at as well. That's not a bad pickup. No. And basketball-wise, I mean, they've been kind of like subpar, middle of the pack for a long time. I mean, they had one good season, I think, since we've been there. Yeah, and I mean, that's that could be a possible rival for us too. I mean, every time we've played Charlotte has been either one of those games where it's too close, like we should absolutely just knock the rails off all of them and we don't, or like for some reason they actually beat us and we're just like, wow, we really should have beat this team. Like, I don't think we've ever played (laughs) Charlotte and we're like, oh yeah, it makes sense that they beat us because they're better than us. I have never seen that in my life. I'm just saying there's potential there, you know? Mm. With the history of re-beating them and yada, yada, yada. Personally, I, I would hope that if we go to another conference, we get a new rival. I'm good with that. I mean, because I mean, if we have like an old Conference USA team or something and then become rivals with them in a different conference, I mean, that's just going to be like, eh. I mean, it's something you can't force. 
Yeah. So I mean, there's no telling as far as like what could actually happen. I mean, so so Cincinnati's leaving the American. I assume Central Florida is too. Uh, I haven't heard anything on them, so I don't I'm know on the the only reason I say that is because I'm on the wiki, uh, and it's got current members in Central Florida, Cincinnati, and Houston are all in red, mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. else is in white. So I would assume those three are leaving, possibly, but I don't I know where Houston. I remember going. seeing well, Houston and uh, Cincinnati are going to the Big Twelve. I do know that. Okay, there but you go. I can't remember where UCF is going to go. It's not the SEC, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, at least I don't think so. I have no idea. But I think that they're moving up as well. They might be going to the Big 12 as well. Texas. Oh, that's going to be weird. Texas and Oklahoma, and I've heard, are going to the SEC, correct? True. Yes, they are. Which, by the way, that's like the most super conference ever. I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, imagine like – a really good Oklahoma team versus a really good Alabama team. And it's only like a regular season conference matchup and not like a college football playoff game. I mean, that just pumps up the sec. That's going to make them so much bigger. And I think that one good thing out of that is that it might help weed out some of the competition too. It's like, we've had like, if you wouldn't have like four teams from the sec that make up the college football playoff, like you'll just take like the winner of the sec and depending on how good the runner up is, maybe them too. Like everybody else would get left, and you would have the other teams for different conferences. Like whoever wins those, like the Pac-12 and Big Ten and stuff like that, they would represent their like that way. It's more diversity instead of just the same conference representing the whole playoff. But see, that's the thing too with me is that at what point does the SEC just poach all the good talent, and then it's going to be like the SEC championship game is the most important game. And then who cares about the championship games, you know? Well, I mean... Does that make sense? Though? Like, that's well, what... That's I mean, as long as Clemson is still really good, I yes. mean, if... I mean, depending on Ohio State, they just lost Oregon. So, I mean, they're getting <laughs> already kind of struggling a little bit. Whoever wins the Big Ten, like, God forbid Michigan actually do something for once. It's been, like, 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, the Pac-12, I mean, if Oregon wins it, I mean, they could be a threat. I mean, they already beat Ohio State, which is would have been probably a college football playoff team. Now they're in jeopardy because they already lost. But yet, if Oregon is really good, then it might not matter. So, who knows? Yeah, and that's, you know... It's just one of those. It's just a hypothetical, you know, and it's so many it's a fear of mine. Yeah, and it's it's just. I think everybody's just concerned with, you know, where are we going to go after this? Well, when- see, here's another added layer to this too that I saw is that as it stands right now, it's estimated that if you were to leave Conference USA to go to another program, well, another conference, like it's like a six million dollar exit fee. Oh so, wow! When looking at Western and how stressed our athletic budget is already where's that money going to come from (laughs) if we were to go to another conference because in the other conference i think you still have to buy into it too so like they're not going to just pay all of your exit fees and cover for you yeah we want you bad enough we're just you're good you don't you don't have to pay it now like you will be spending upwards of tens of millions of dollars if we were to move up to the american and maybe even back down to the sun belt at this point i mean if you have to pay that six million just to get out of the conference usa like that's gonna hurt. Somebody's gonna have to step step up and donate some money, or else we will probably just end up stuck in Conference USA until it dissolves, or I don't know. 
see, that's my thing too, is, is like you're saying, you're gonna have to spend so much more money. My thought is though, is, is there a stadium size limit? You know? Uh, I mean, I don't because, think that's... like if, if football's got to have a certain size stadium, that's more money that's going to have to be pumped out. But I agree. I don't think there would be a size limit to, you know, how much you have to actually have. So if, I don't know. If the, the American Athletic Conference is looking at us at all, one of the biggest things that we can do as fans this season, if we want to show that we want to get out of Conference USA and make the move up, is we have to show up to these daggum home games. The game, not this week, but next week, Indiana in the Houch, that has to be a sellout. Like, because that when you have a Big Ten team coming in, like, they were still really good. I mean, they're probably not going to be ranked. Unless they pull off some miracle against Cincinnati this week, they're probably not going to be ranked. It's whatever. But, I mean, we have to sell out the Houch. We have to sell out Diddle. We have to show up that prove that there is an interest with our program. Because if there's not, then we're going to be stuck forever. Exactly, yeah. We're going to be like middle. We're just going to be stuck, except not with stock still. We're just going to be stuck in a conference. I mean, I still feel like even if we do get left behind and we're stuck in Conference USA, I think that we'll probably be one of the best programs within it. I think that we'll have a solid shot to win in football as well as basketball. But, I mean, another thing, too, is that if all the, some of our other teams that we are in conference go with, like if they go to another conference, like will any of our players want to transfer out and try to work their way up any? Or what's recruiting going to look like if everybody goes to the American or Sun Belt and they're thriving football conferences and then Conference USA isn't that good? Like, There's still so many layers to think about with all of this. I just, you know, there's, and another thing to look at too, as, as a program is Western going to be, uh, as successful and can you judge us as successful as our time in the conference conference in conference USA, if we're not able to move on, like some of these other schools are. Yeah. Cause I mean, you have to think about as well, like who's the conference USA if going to be able to draw in, if we lose Marshall and Old Dominion and maybe a couple of others to the American, but we get stuck. Like they could potentially be losing like four to five teams within their conference. So they're going to have to fill those from somewhere. Are they going to go to like some of the OVC schools, maybe even like Eastern Kentucky? Are they going to try to go to a team like Liberty that's kind of independent right now or ASUN or whatever conference they're in now? I mean, they could be an option. I mean, you have to probably go lower. You're not going to be able to get any team out of the Sun Belt to come here unless they're one of the Sun, like cellar dwellers of the Sun Belt, which is really sad yeah. to say that the Sun Belt is better than us, but I am saying that the Sun Belt is better than us, at least in football. <laughs> I, I agree. And that's that's just, it's, it's a hard, it, there's a lot of questions right now. And I'm sure in the next few years, we'll get answers. And obviously, I think the timeline is 2024. Uh, we'll actually know kind of what's going on. Um, but it'll be interesting, and we'll be talking about it a lot more. But I guess the last thing I kind of want to talk about is the theory that I've had, and I've told I've told the podcast several times. Um, hold on, excuse me. Um, I've told the podcast several times. My theory is is that we need to tier out these conferences. So whether you want to call it tier one. S tier, whatever. 
uh, you know, we'll have this, we'll have the super teams up top. So you got your Alabamas, your Clemsons, and you know, they're all playing and you know, whatever team is at, you know, has a losing record, they will go down to the tier two or tier a group. And then if that team loses again, they go down to the B team, B tier, you know, and they just keep falling until they actually have a winning season. And then they will take the person's rank that has a losing record. So that is way too complicated. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's, it's not really that complicated. So let's just say Western goes to the athletic and the next step from the athletic would be the sec or something like that. Um, and so let's say Western has a winning season and Vandy doesn't. So we switch Western goes to the sec. Vandy comes to the athletic. See, but, not that complicated, right? But the thing is, is that if we start to suck in the SEC and get absolutely routed by every single good program, then what happens? We would, to us? we would, but we would get the money first off for the SEC, um, and that would help build us back up so that we could go back into the SEC again. Because See, the way that is now, we're not getting any money, Devin. <laughs> that no, this is way too much. <laughs> Listen, I mean, just the travel costs. Like, what if all of the best teams are, like, in California and then all of the other best teams are in, like, Alabama and Florida? What if, are you what just going to make, like, a super conference between them and just have them travel cross-country every single weekend? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, why not, right? No, no. Seriously, though. Like, you could do it regionally. See, this I mean, is – You I could do regionally. I could scrap every single conference that exists and just start over – and just build it off of geography because that's what it was supposed to be when it was intended anyways is by off of geography. I don't care if it's Well, like, you could you could ahead. do you could do no no, you're fine. You could do like a East West conference. Um like and have the top two teams are East versus West kind of like the NBA does. Um and then I mean like with my theory, of course it's just a, a working theory. This isn't like the theory of evolution or anything like that, but it's, you know, this is just something I've just kind of been throwing around, but like, you know, you could bump these teams up and down just kind of like, what is it? Soccer does that, mm-hmm. you know, the club teams, they do that. They go up and down. Um, and I just think it's a little more fair for the little guy. You know, that's my thought. But here's the thing, the little guy on a national perspective, no one really cares about. Like Too even shit. if we do really good, like when we were actually a nationally ranked program, like, if I were to go to some random place and, like, some random sports bar and just throw a dart on a map in any place, be like, hey, have you ever heard of Western Kentucky? They'd be like, no, probably not. <laughs> I mean, well, even if – I mean, and you would have to be, like, a college football person that actually keeps up with the rankings, keeps up with everything going on. Like, I mean, it's like the way that we would view someone like App State or Coastal. Like, you to acknowledge that they're a pretty good program, but as far as knowing anything about them, really, I mean – the only reason we would know is because we dig into them, looking at different stuff. But just well, like okay, them. like who's okay. The, the most random team I could think of? Hang on, I want to think of this for a second. Like, how much do you know about Fresno State? Oh my gosh, where does where do I start? Um, I don't know anything. Exactly, uh, but like, that's but no, exactly no, 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 how no, people seriously. feel about us. That's exactly how people feel about us. Just in different. But seriously places. though, seriously. When when I was with Western and we traveled and we played all these big teams and some of the randomest teams we had people who would still show up in Western gear. And that was always surprising to me because it was like, you know, we played Virginia Tech or we would play, you know, some of these others and these people would show up and you're like, 
you know, did you go to Western? Like, how do you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I went to Western. Oh, I had a so-and-so who went to Western. Yeah, I came out to show my support for the Hilltoppers. And it's just like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, good gosh. All these people went to Bowling yeah. Green, you know, went to the university. And now it's just like, eh, I mean, whatever. Western does have a good contingency, too. And another thing that I've seen is that if we were to try to pitch to the American, that we would try to claim Nashville for part of our alumni base as well. And yeah. there's been some disagreements on that, but personally, I think we have a shot for that. Two reasons. One, the Music City Bowl follows the towel rack on Twitter. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but they do. So that's cool. first. first one. Music City Bowl follows us. Number two, I work in Madison on the north side of Nashville, and I've actually seen a lot of people from WKU or went to WKU for a little bit that actually come through that live in that area. I mean, a lot of people know about Western Kentucky all the way down in Nashville, even like the North side, especially like there's a lot of people that I work with that have gone there. And um, also just different customers. Like I was shook the other day, like I have one of the little WKU debit cards and this one guy is paying for something in the drive through and he had like the exact same debit card as me. I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. That's and I was hilarious. like, Hey, do you go to Western? He's like, yeah, I'm just like, not surprised. That's that's funny though. That's really funny. I mean, and there's I think Western has a little more reach than maybe we give them credit for as far as like alumni and stuff like that. You know, I I think Western has 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 a slight potential to go to the American. Um I would like to see I would like to see Western being like my NCAA, you know, 20 I don't know, 12, 14, 10, whatever it was. Uh, SEC team that was all awesome and was number one every time I played. But you know, it's just uh, it's a continuing thing. Western's just going to have to keep working for it, and at some point, you know, Western will be, you know, maybe ranked continually. Maybe, maybe we not. Got to stop the run, and maybe we will be. <laughs> yeah, we just got to take it one game at a time, right? And it stands very where to know how to win a conference title game. Yes. Um. So uh, next week, we'll get a little more in-depth on the Indiana game, uh, watch some film maybe, do some homework, you know, see how that's going. We'll talk some more sports. Um, and if you've made it this long, we appreciate your support. Uh, like, share, and subscribe all the episodes and do all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, we're glad you all listen and support us. Um, if you would, follow the Tower Rack, read the articles. Uh, Jared and the guys put out a lot of work. Um, and write up all those articles and all that good stuff. Uh, and as always, guys, gotta find my music. Hold on. Here we go. And as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. See you, bud. Thanks. <laughs>